Hello again, everyone. Welcome to Kicks and Dribbles. I'm Dan McClay. Glad to have you here. We've got a lot to talk about. Things have been going on as we expected because of this January transfer window, among other things. But there's other stuff going on regarding coaching moves, coaching changes, who's going, who's not going. So we're going to get all that. And also we have the, of course, Spain Super Cup uh, results here in a few minutes. So hang with me. Here we go. Uh, Lots to talk about. Man U in trouble because they've got two guys out. Uh, Matamane and Pogba, of course, are out with injuries. They've left a huge void in that Man U midfield. So Man U is upping their push to land uh, this uh, 19-year-old phenom, Bruno Fernandes, from sporting down there in Portugal. Again, uh, Man U has gone down there. They're uh, negotiating uh, apparently very, very feverishly, and they want this kid on the team. So look for Fernandes from sporting CP to be in a Man U uniform here in the next couple of weeks. I wouldn't be surprised if we see him come February when Man U really uh, starts getting into their schedule. Of course, they're into it right now, but uh, the January transfer window is still open. Lots of money floating around among the teams. I haven't heard anything from Chelsea yet, but I'm sure we will because I reported to you earlier, uh, Frank Lampard was handed 150 million euros to go spend. I mean, when you got that kind of money, I'm sure that the shopping list is rather long and you can do some uh, heady negotiating. So we'll see what happens. Now, uh, regarding uh, Real Madrid, who, of course, was in the Spanish Supercopa, uh, Aiden Hazard, who has been out for a while with an injury, that ankle injury. Remember back in November, he was in that uh, Champions League game against PSG. Uh, He will return in February, according to Real Madrid. They've been surviving without him. Uh, They've stayed atop the the, uh, La Liga, but uh, having him back will, of course, boost their offense and and boost the team overall. So Aiden Hazard will be going back to Real Madrid in February. Now, looking at Wolverhampton real quick, Adam Trior. Uh, is being eyed by Liverpool, Barcelona, and Man City. Uh, Wolverhampton could use the money, and I'm sure that they, he will go to the highest bidder. Again, Liverpool, Barcelona, and Man City looking at Adam Traor, who is playing with Wolves. He's a he's a good player. He's solid. And uh, with those teams looking at him, uh, you know you can negotiate a rather high transfer fee from them. Uh, Arsenal, along with Chelsea, has reached the fourth round of the FA Cup being played in England. We're not going to go into a lot of detail about that because uh, we'll get to it as the semifinals come around. But again, Arsenal and Chelsea are among the top ones from the uh, English Premier League that have reached the fourth round of the FA Cup in England. Uh, Liverpool and Nike have inked a rather uh, lucrative uh, kit deal, which could lead to an English record. My goodness, I can't imagine how many pounds we're talking about here. But again, Liverpool and Nike have come to an agreement on some sort of a deal for uniforms. And of course, they say the uh, <laughs> say the, the, the money amount is going to be astronomical. Liverpool striker Ryan Brewster is going to go to Swansea on a loan. That'll be good for him. That'll give him some playing time. Uh, Swansea, of course, in the uh, championship division or second division, you might want to say. Um, again, uh, Ryan Brewster leaving Liverpool, going down to Swansea to get some playing time. It's a good move for him. All right, talking about Barcelona, Luis Suarez, it was announced on Sunday, Luis Suarez will be out for four months. Yes, four months with a knee injury. So that leaves them with just four forwards. Wouldn't be surprised if Barcelona went shopping a little bit for maybe somebody on a loan 
to maybe get that fifth forward on the bench so at least you have some uh, movement and some choices to make in case you need to rest somebody or you need somebody with a different kind of talent. Again, Luis Suarez out for four months with Barcelona. Now, during the time that Barcelona was in the Middle East with the Supercopa in Saudi Arabia, Javi, the Spanish international that was so instrumental in helping Spain get to the World Cup final and win the World Cup, um, he has been offered the job at Barcelona, and he has said no. And the reason that he said no, now this is according to reports, the reason he has said no is because he wants to go into a situation where he can build his own type of team. So he wants to start at the bottom and work up. He doesn't want to come in at a top level and have to uh, continue that uh, that type of uh, play. And I can understand his thinking there. Uh, Barcelona obviously would be a great job to have, but I'm, I'm thinking he doesn't want that pressure that he wants to start from the bottom and build his own type of uh, team and work his way up. So uh, some other teams may be coming to talk to Javi regarding their uh, their coaching positions, and uh, we'll see where he might end up. Javi's a great guy, very smart. He was a great midfielder when he played, and uh, I wish him the best of luck, and hopefully he can find something that will uh, fit his uh, needs or fit what he wants. Okay, we've been talking about the Supercopa over in Saudi Arabia, which involved Valencia, Atletico Madrid, Real Madrid, and Barcelona. Remember we told you the other day that in the first game, it was uh, Real Madrid 3, Valencia 1, and so that uh, put Real Madrid into the final game. And then in the second game, uh, Atletico Madrid came from behind on Thursday and beat Barcelona 3-2. to two. So that set up a, a Madrid derby, you might say, in Saudi Arabia. Uh, on Sunday between Atletico Madrid and Real Madrid. And the game did not disappoint. It went 0-0 to the 90 minutes. Uh, and I know that some people will say 0-0 had a boring game. That's horrible. Oh, my gosh. I'm, who fell asleep? Blah, blah, blah. This was a 0-0 game that had a lot of action to it. Uh, the post was hit a couple of times by Atletico Madrid. Uh, Real Madrid had some great scoring opportunities right in front of the goal. But the goaltenders were absolutely uh, fantastic in this game both the Real Madrid and Atletico Madrid goaltenders. Now, they went to extra time. There were a couple of opportunities uh, looked at there, but nobody could convert, so it went to penalty kicks. And this is where it really got interesting because these guys are making, I don't know how many millions of dollars every year or millions of euros, however you want to look at it. But when it comes to penalty kick time, this should be something that's pretty much automatic. Uh, I can remember when I played that uh, – you know, 10, it was 10 penalty kicks each person after practice. And if you missed over the goal, you took a lap around the field. Okay, well, I don't know how they're teaching penalty kicks now. I don't know what they're trying to get out of these guys now, but uh, there are too many penalty kicks being missed is the bottom line by these players. These guys, as I said, are making millions and millions of dollars. This is a kick from right in front of the goal. Yeah, there's a goalie there. And, yeah, sometimes a goalie is like, like Courtois, of Real, uh, Real Madrid is six foot four. But you know what? If you have your spot and you know you can hit that spot, you're going to put the ball there at 100 miles an hour. No questions asked. Well, the guy from Atletico Madrid, Saul, comes up after Real Madrid made their first goal. Saul comes up. He hits a ball to the left post, and it wasn't hit very hard, and he hit the post. Now, he hit the ball. He didn't hit the ball very well. It rolled on the ground, hit the post, came out. And right now, Atletico Madrid's down, and they lost in the penalty kick session four penalty kicks to one. Another penalty kick was missed. Courtois saved another one. Uh, you know, it got embarrassing for Atletico Madrid, to say the least. 
So Real Madrid wins the Supercopa uh, from Spain. They do it in Saudi Arabia by a score of 4-1 to in penalty kicks after a 0-0 tie. And so Spain wins the Supercopa. Congratulations to Real Madrid. They continue to march on. Uh, they're doing very well in the uh, in the La Liga also. And Barcelona is right behind them. But, of course, it, it appears that Barcelona is looking for somebody uh, to take over the reins because Ernesto Valverde has been on the hot seat for a while. Uh, he came to Barcelona in May of 2017. Uh, apparently, over the past few months, he has fallen out of favor with um, with upper management. Uh, I don't think Messi and him get along too well. Uh, Messi maybe has some other ideas. Uh, I don't know what what his uh, philosophy is as far as getting a win. Uh, they've been winning in La Liga, but it just seems like that uh, Barca has lost a little bit of its uh, of its touch. And so uh, Ernesto Valverde, obviously, there's a uh, very public shopping uh, trip going on by the uh, people at Barca to find a new coach. So don't be surprised if Ernesto Valverde gets replaced here in the next uh, couple of months, maybe next couple of weeks. But uh, the fact that uh, the Barca people went over to Saudi Arabia and happened to quote in a, uh, how was it? I'm trying to remember how it was phrased. It was kind of a coincidental meeting, as they said, which I <laughs> kind of find hard to believe. Um, but apparently the upper management of Barca and Javi, quote, ran into each other, sat down and talked, and there were rumors flying that uh, Javi was going to be named like the next day. Well, he wasn't named. He has turned down the job. So now the Barca people will continue to shop. All right. Moving on now with some other um, scores from around uh, the world in soccer. Uh, we've got some leagues starting back up after the Christmas break. Uh, one of them is the Mexican League. Uh, on Friday, um, Mexico had two games. Uh, Santos from Torreon over there in Coahuila, Mexico, went over to Tijuana over there on the Pacific Coast. And uh, in that game, they lost 2-1. to one, And Toluca was on the road to Morelia up there in central Mexico. Toluca losing, or rather Toluca winning one nothing on the road. And then also on Friday, we had uh, EPL action. Sheffield United uh, hosted West Ham United with uh, David Moyes. And West Ham uh, played a good game, but Sheffield United is tough at home. Uh, Chris Wilder, uh, before the game, was rewarded with a new four-year contract. Boy, that's pretty nice. Chris Wilder's done a great job there at Sheffield United, has kept the team uh, usually in the top 15 of the EPL, although he, I don't think he's got the kind of payroll to play with as, say, a, you know, as a, uh, as a Chelsea or a Man United or a Man City. So, but he's done a great job managing the team, and uh, he won over West Ham 1-0 at home on Friday. So, uh, so he continues to march on. The David Moyes uh, has got uh, West Ham playing better football, more intelligent football, and we'll see them come up in the table here as the weeks progress. Uh, Joe Cole looks like maybe uh, joining West Ham United with David Moyes. As of course, you know, Joe Cole was a great uh, English international, uh, really enjoyed the way he played. He was a smart, smart forward, uh, liked the way he just you know ran the field, got into the open space. And so Joe Cole would be a big asset to that West Ham coaching uh, staff with David Moyes if indeed uh, it's all signed and sealed and delivered. In France, uh, they had one game on Friday. Marseille was on the road to Rennes. And Marseille came away with a 1-0 win there. Also on Friday, because we had some other leagues that are uh, kind of uh, coming back from vacation for the Christmas break, we had some friendlies. 
and we'll run down those scores for you. Over in the Czech Republic, uh, Karvina uh, was home to Poorine, which is from Slovakia, and they tied 0-0. Bayer Leverkusen was home to Utrecht from Holland. Uh, they had a, I guess they probably ran some people through the game that uh, usually don't play, but it was a wide open affair, and uh, Leverkusen comes away with a 3-2 win over Utrecht. Uh, Genk from Belgium uh, entertained Ferenc Vos from Hungary, and that ended up in a 1-1 tie. It was uh, Winter uh, from the Swiss second division going to Videoton in uh, Budapest, and they lost 1-0 there. Uh, PEC Zwolle from Holland uh, was home to Saint, uh, Standard Lege, rather, from Belgium. Standard Lege coming away with a 2-0 win there. Uh, Basel, which is from uh, Switzerland, uh, they were home to Fortuna Dusseldorf from the Bundesliga, and Basel won 3-2 in that match. And then Trabspor, who is from uh, Turkey, uh, entertained Partizan uh, Sabia, and Transpor won that game 1-0. So those were the friendlies that were played on Friday. Now, on Saturday, uh, things really got ramped up and started going at uh, full pace. Um, in the EPL, Arsenal went to Crystal Palace, and you know... Palace has a reputation of playing rather tough in their home stadium. And they uh, they, they played uh, Mikel Arteta's arsenal really tough on Saturday. Good defense, good ball movement, came away with a 1-1 tie, which for Crystal Palace is a pretty good result. Uh, arsenal obviously looking for those three points on the road, but uh, Palace held them to a 1-1 tie. Chelsea was home to Burnley, and uh, no surprise here as Chelsea came away with a 3-0 win. It was uh, Everton at home under uh, Mr. Ancelotti. He was uh, apparently doing a very good job getting everybody uh, in the right position there in Everton. Everton comes away with a one nothing win at home over Brighton Hove. Southampton goes into Leicester City. Now, I'll tell you what, Southampton is causing some people some ulcers. Uh, they, they beat Chelsea at home uh, just the other week, and uh, they've come away with some pretty big wins. And so uh, now they're 4-1-1 in their last six games. That's four wins, one loss, one tie. And they go into Leicester City and win 2-1 to one at Leicester. Now, Leicester, of course, is second place in the EPL. Uh, but Southampton is showing themselves this year to be a team that you cannot take lightly. So we'll see how Southampton progresses as the second half goes uh, on with the EPL. Man U is at home to Norwich, who's at the bottom of the EPL, and Man U easily with a 4-0 win. The Wolves were at home entertaining the Mad Pies from Newcastle, and Newcastle was able to scrape a 1-1 tie on the road to get that point. Liverpool and Tottenham was the premier match and the uh, match everybody was looking at on Saturday. Uh, it did not disappoint. It was a good game. Tottenham played very well, missed several really good opportunities to get the equalizer, but Jurgen Klopp's team dominated and came away with a 1-0 win over Tottenham. Uh, Liverpool on the road. It doesn't matter whether Liverpool's on the road or at home. Uh, Liverpool is right now this year just an express. It's a machine, and they are just taking the EPL to the to the cleaners. So Liverpool won Tottenham nil at Tottenham on Saturday as Liverpool continues to roll. In the Serie A, it was AC Milan uh, over Cagliari 2-0. A lot of people watching this game because Ibrahimovic started the game. He did score in the 64th minute on a nice... Uh, a nice rebound shot there in the penalty box. So AC Milan gets a 2 nothing win on the road at Cagliari. Uh, Napoli was at Lazio, and Lazio proved why they're in the top five. They uh, win 1-0 at home. 
And then the uh, game that I was talking about, Inter and Atalanta. Let me tell you what, the score does not tell half about this game. Inter and Atalanta tied 1-1 at Inter. Um, Atalanta had about 65% of the possession, but the other statistic that really stood out in this game that just shocked me to no end, Atalanta had four corner kicks, Inter had none. Zero corner kicks, which means Inter could not get into that Atalanta defense. So great job by Atalanta. They come away with a tough point on the road at Inter, and that was on Saturday. And a friendly on Saturday in Dubai, the Rangers from Scotland were playing locomotive Tashkent from Uzbekistan. And Rangers, what uh, what Steven Gerrard did was he ran a, a group of 11 at the first half and then changed the whole team for the second half to get some people some playing time and get them uh, back into rhythm. Rangers comes away with an easy 6-1 win over Locomotive of Tashkent. In France on Saturday, it was uh, Lyon on the road to Bordeaux winning 2-1. It was Brest on the road to Toulouse. I don't know what happened to Toulouse and home, but Brest wins 5-2. Montpellier was at Amiens, and they won 2-1 on the road. It was Angers entertaining Nice. That game ended in a 1-1 draw. Nimes was home to Rems, and Nimes won 2-0. Metz was at home to Strasbourg, and Metz won 1-0. Also on Saturday, Cruz Azul in the Mexican League was home to Atlas. Atlas winning on the road 2-1. Chivas, Guadalajara, was at home to Juarez. Chivas winning 2-0. Leon at home to Querétaro. Leon winning 3-1. And Tigres and Atletico San Luis playing at Monterrey, and that game ended in a 0-0 draw. In a friendly on Saturday, Union Berlin entertained Fener Convados from Hungary. Union Berlin won that game 3-2. Then also on Saturday, there were a couple other uh, friendlies around Europe. Uh, Borussia Dortmund entertained Feyenoord from Rotterdam in Holland. And Borussia Dortmund won that game 4-2. It was Nuremberg entertaining uh, Bayern Munich. And I think Bayern Munich may have brought the second team because Nuremberg was at home, but they ran all over Bayern Munich by a score of 5-2. to two. And then Bruges from Belgium traveled up to Holland next door to play Ajax, and Ajax uh, beat Club Bruges 3-1. to one. Those were friendly Saturday around Europe. Then on Sunday, we had a uh, rather full schedule of things that went on. Um, we had a friendly at Wolfsburg, over there in the Bundesliga, Wolfsburg entertained FC Seoul from Korea. Now, they're third in the K-League, and they're only out of first place by about four or five points. Wolfsburg tied K, uh, FC Seoul, Seoul 1-1. Again, that was a friendly there played at Wolfsburg. Also, we had EPL action on Sunday. Uh, Watford, on the road, shut out Burnmouth 3-0, and while Burnmouth is still at the bottom of the EPL, the fact that Watford won on the road and won handily is something, you know, we need to watch Watford because um, this guy, Nigel Olsen, has got Watford really going in the right direction. And so uh, Watford was on the road winning 3-0. Man City on the road to Aston Villa. This was a surprise because Villa usually plays very well at home. But Man City had had it all going for him. Man City 6, Aston Villa 1 in that game, Aguero had a hat trick, and he now has the record for all-time hat tricks in EPL, Kun Aguero for Man City. CDAA saw Udinese shutting out Sassuolo 3-0. Fiorentina at home shutting out SPAL 
uh, Brescia on the road to Sampdoria. Sampdoria played very well at home, 5-1 the final there. It was Bologna going into Torino, losing 1-0. Verona entertaining Genoa and Verona winning 2-1. And then in the game that everybody was watching, Juventus went into Rome <laughs> and Juventus had two goals in the first 10 minutes. And then after that, just couldn't do anything else. Rome was able to muster a goal, but Juventus comes away with a 2-1 win at Roma. Roma's currently sitting in fifth place in the Serie A. Down in France, it was Nance at Saint-Étienne, and Saint-Étienne could not get together with the offense. Uh, Nance coming away with a 2-0 win there. Dijon at home to Lille. Dijon winning 1-0. And then the uh, the big game that everybody was looking forward to in Paris, uh, Monaco went to PSG. The game ended 3-3. Three three. I don't know what happened to the defense. They must have gone to the locker room at halftime and just stayed there. Uh, but anyway, what's going to happen is now uh, Monaco and PSG are going to play on Wednesday. That's going to be the makeup game from when the game was rained out back in, I believe it was November, uh, when Monaco got flooded. So on Wednesday, um, PSG will play Monaco at Monaco, and we'll see if maybe the defense can uh, be found for that game. <laughs> okay, and in the Mexican League, uh, Pumas uh, defeated Pachuca on Sunday 2-1. to one. And then coming up on uh, Monday, you've got Serie A auction, action with Leche going into Parma. Uh, also, I've got a couple of uh, friendlies to, uh, on Monday. We've got Basel of Switzerland going to Stuttgart of Germany. And then we've got St. Galen of um, Switzerland going over to KV Kostend, which is uh, or KV Usten, that is, excuse me. Uh, and they're in the 14th place in the Belgium First Division. So St. Galen probably going to play some people from the bench that uh, maybe needs some work. Now, don't forget, coming up on Wednesday uh, over in Orlando, Florida, we've got this Florida Cup, and that's going to be uh, Corinthians against NYCFC um, on the 15th. That'll be the first game, and this is at uh, Exploria Stadium there in Orlando. Then in the second game, Palmeiras, which is also from Sao Paulo, Brazil, just like Corinthians, is going to play uh, Atletico Nacional uh, in the second game. And uh, so we have two you know, two class games there. And then in the return, um, NYCFC is going to play Palmitas on the 18th. And then at Atletico Nacional from Medellin, Colombia is going to take on Corinthians from Sao Paulo, Brazil. So those two games are on the 15th and 18th this week at Exploria Stadium in Orlando. Some great soccer there. Um, one ticket gets you into two games, either on the 15th or the 18th. Check it out if you're in the area. You will see some great talent for sure. Now, coming up this week, we've got some uh, interesting games that are on tap. As I mentioned on Wednesday, PSG will be traveling to Monaco to make up that game that was uh, washed out in November. Also, we've got uh, and Gladbach going to Schalke on Friday in the Bundesliga. Um, on Saturday, we've got um, Tottenham going to Watford. Now, the reason this is a kind of an interesting game is because Watford is playing very well, and Watford is playing especially well at home. And this is Jorge Mourinho with Tottenham. Uh, this could be an interesting game to watch. I want to see how the Watford defense handles this. Um, these guys from Tottenham because Tottenham has got a high-flying uh, midfield and forwards. So Tottenham and Watford on Saturday in EPL action. Also, Everton goes to West Ham. That's going to be Ancelotti against David Moyes. That'll be an interesting uh, game there as well. In the Spanish league, Sevilla, which is currently in third place, is going to go visit Real Madrid. 
uh, at the Bernabeu on Saturday in, uh, in Spain. So that's what's coming up in the following uh, week. And we will have all the uh, we will have all kinds of uh, information for you on the next kicks and dribbles on Thursday. Now, don't also forget that next week um, we've got these playoff these play in games. That is for the Copa Libertadores down there in South America. We've got one spot in Group A, one in Group B, one in Group C, one in Group E, and one in Group H. So five spots total. And uh, on the 21st, we've got Carabobo from Valencia, Venezuela. They'll be entertaining Universitario from Lima, Peru. And then on the 22nd, we've got uh, Club Deportiva San Jose from Uruguay, Bolivia. And they're going to be hosting Guarani from Sao Paulo, Brazil. Also on the 22nd, Progreso from Montevideo, Uruguay is going to be hosting uh, Barcelona SC. And they're from Guayaquil, Ecuador. So these are play-in games. And then the the team that was visiting that week on the following week will be hosting, uh, and it's a home and home team, a home and home affair rather, with uh, total uh, total goals uh, being uh, calculated for an aggregate. And then whoever uh, wins the aggregate goes on and gets into one of the five groups that will be uh, determined by a draw. So that's the way Copa Libertadores is shaping up, and it looks like some great talent in that uh, in that tournament for sure. Very good. That's all for Kicks and Dribbles here on this uh, on this Sunday. I'm Dan McClay. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening. Uh, Lauren McClay, of course, produces the program. We thank her for that. Uh, John Dang handles the sound. DC McClay contributes ideas and whenever they come about. And we will talk to you again on Thursday. I'm Dan McClay. Please don't let your life have too many yellow cards. <laughs>